So welcome to episode three of the What You're Thinking podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Vince. And today we're going to talk about a few different topics. Uh, something that we get requested for often is to talk about relationships, dating, single life, stuff like that. So today we're going to use that episode to tackle on that. And we're going to talk about four specific things. One is toxic positivity and what that is. Mixed signals, what they mean. Ghosting as well as if marriage is still necessary. So for those who don't know, toxic positivity, if you want the actual definition, it's basically the overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state that results in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. So wait, first of all, before we dive into it, I want to know, what did you think when I first told you toxic positivity? What did you first think that was? Um, to be honest, I had no idea what that was. Um, so that was actually kind of interesting. Um, but I guess a millennial definition of it would basically be when someone like when what's in front of you, isn't really what you expected a hundred percent. Like, you know, you're talking to someone looking for advice, which is something that we've all done before. And, you know, instead of getting like advice from someone's point of view, you're getting advice based on a quote or like something that that person is trying to force on you to make you feel like your situation isn't that bad and you should basically get over it. It's like, right. It's like when, when you go to a funeral, your grandma dies, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean to be so harsh, you know, but just an example, if, if your grandma dies and you, know, you go to a friend, you know, seeking some sort of like, just a way to feel better. And your friend is basically saying like, Hey, you know, you should look at these Gandhi quotes and then see if, and see if it makes you feel better. And, you know, maybe put a, a smile on your face. You know, it's just someone who's just numb. You know, it's, it's not something you, you really want to be around all the time. Right. And I would even go as far as saying that it's the lack of the ability to empathize. Because you sure. don't really know how to comfort someone. So you're just saying, oh, you know, look at this side of it. Get over it. You know, and I think that's one thing I hate. Um, I think you, and we see it a lot, especially these days on social media and whatnot. How, like, people love telling other people how they should feel about something when yeah. they don't know their whole story necessarily. Exactly. So I think or, that's definitely a flaw. Or you have people who basically try to, you know, they're, they're, they're posting photos of a life that they will never live. You know, it's a rented Porsche, a rented Lamborghini. You're posting photos of it, and they're telling you that you need to get up off your ass and, and try to figure out how you could basically, you know, do the same thing, even though it's a rental. You know? So it's kind of the same thing. And that's, and that's something that has had a negative impact on, you know, our generation as well as generations that follow, um, you know, like the suicide rates are, are basically over the top right now because, you know, people are basically seeing things through social media that aren't true, you know, toxic, toxic positivity, someone who's basically trying to speak to the public, you know, with false, I don't know, false conclusions, false statements. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the public who's reviewing it, looking at their life and, wondering why you know 365 days have passed this year and i'm in the same boat that i was in january 1st right so this is this is this is something that's that's really big right now and is i i personally believe it's because of social media oh definitely and that's it's funny because that's one of the main ways that we all see and are familiar with whether we know it or not toxic positivity because people love to fake flex on social media um show all the positive things about their life and I'm not saying you necessarily have to get personal and show every L, but I mean, I personally just live by the motto that 
honesty is key. So I'm going to show you the good things I go through. I'm going to show you the bad things I go through because hopefully it may help. Even if it's just one other person, something I'm going through. A a lot of people may look at it as, oh, that's a little too personal. Why did he go there? But it may help one person who has a similar mindset or similar life experiences. So you got to show both sides. And it's just it's just a real thing. Like someone can come to watch my story or can DM me knowing that I'm going to give them a real account of something I've experienced and have any type of knowledge or insights to give about so I think, you know, like I said, social media flexing, the fake flexing, that's something we're all familiar with when it comes to that. Um, I think it's just interesting because people that like to act like life is all positivity, is it's just, that's a naive way to live. Like, you can definitely look at silver linings about things, but there there's negativity in life. And I think you just learn to deal with it and deal with it in certain ways. People deal with all types of hurt in different ways. So I think exactly. you have to take that into account. And, you know, like they like to act like they just can never look at anything in a negative way. So, because if I, I think it's just an honest thing to say that there's going to be times where you'll be like, Oh, that person probably doesn't like this about me, or this probably won't work out for me if I do it this way. Or my life has been so far from easy because X, Y, and Z. And there's no flaw in admitting that. Like no one comes in this place, lives their life, lives a perfect life without any type of struggle. Yes. Some people struggle less and some people struggle more than others, but everybody has some type of struggle. Exactly. That's what allows us to, to tell our stories. Um, I also wanted to add because because majority of things are majority of our topics for tonight are based around relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Toxic toxic positivity is something that can also be included in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as two people who are you know really into each other, you can always have that one person who's like for example, you can always have a husband who's basically feeding his wife you know, a false reality, you know, it could be a guy who is taking out a hundred different loans and telling his wife that he makes a hundred thousand a year just because he's able to transfer from the loan to his checking account, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So um, it's, just, it's just something that we all need to be more aware of. Um, if you're speaking to someone and then you realize that they're just saying the same thing over and over and over again, then, you know, that's a, that's a red flag. Um, what I would say definitely for relationships, as far as, um receiving the proper information that you're looking for you know i would say see either seek it through someone who's a been through those experiences can relate to those experiences and has learned from those experiences or just sit down with a therapist because i mean if you sit with a therapist or that kind of individual you shouldn't be receiving any toxic positivity this person should not be trying to put on a show for you or basically take your money or literally tell you that you should go back into it and continue dealing with it because it's a part of life and, you know, we all go through something. So why even feel bad about it? You know? So those are just like red flags that I would basically, you know, throw out there for everyone to kind of take, just, just be more, more vocal to more open to. Definitely. And going back on what you said about therapy, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I think that does wonders for people. And one thing I brought up to one of my friends that didn't even realize um, this added benefit of therapy, I always say, is not simply just having someone to talk to and listen. It's the fact that I think the main benefit about therapy is this. You can talk to someone who has no strings attached to you. Like someone can be can, you know, go to therapy just because they don't want to necessarily no matter how close they are with their mom or their aunt or their cousin or their brother or their sister. There's certain things they can tell a therapist that you wouldn't tell to that family member. One, because maybe you feel some type of way about that family member, even though you're you're close to them. 
or just maybe you know that family member will feel some type of way, even if it's about someone else that you're coming to them with the problem about. So if you tell a therapist they're not related to you, they don't have not, they have nothing to gain from your struggle. They're that literally helping you. Yeah. So I think that's a huge benefit. People need to take a look at that. And that, it's you like, know, the person you talk to definitely shouldn't be preaching you toxic positivity. It's like karaoke night. You know, you go in front of a bunch of strangers, you sing your song, you go sit down. Those people don't know you, you don't know them. It's yeah, exactly. Like, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like the same vibe, you know? You, I don't know this person. This person's obviously experienced because they have this job. And I'm going to basically see what kind of information I can get from this person. So don't really take it as, oh, my anxiety needs to be through the roof. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like, don't don't take it as that. Just take a deep breath, go in, act like it's a job interview, get everything off your chest. In the long run, you're gonna you're gonna reap the benefit from it. Right. You know, it's kind of like they say. Um, there's certain people you just want to be 100 percent honest with, like your doctor and doesn't say like your accountant or something like that. Well, I think yeah. a therapist should be on that list. Like, they're literally there to help you. I mean, I'm sure certain people have their agendas, but definitely not enough for you to say as a rule of thumb, no, they're like against you. That's not the case. I feel like in those, in those instances. Yeah, exactly. And people who are in relationships that, you know, they, they know, like your instinct is telling you, Hey, I need to get out of this. This is something that I should not be a part of. Those are the people who basically need to seek the therapy. These are the people who need to break away from the friends that are telling them, Hey, you know, I think you should try to do it for like another two years. I've done it for three years. I've dealt with it. You know, you need you need to deal with it and, and, and figure out a way to move on. That's that goes back to toxic toxic positivity. You don't want to be surrounded through that. Deep down yeah. inside, if your gut is telling you this is the wrong thing for me to be doing, you need to follow your gut. You need to go seek therapy. You need to seek help. You need to seek help from people who aren't trying to basically tell you they're not listening to you. They're telling you, hey, you're overreacting. Your your situation is fine. Just deal with it. You know, right. this is something that leads to suicide. It's something that leads to people doing doing things that they don't or would never have thought that they're capable of doing so this is basically what that all falls under so i mean this is really a, a very broad topic um and i feel like it has it has those different connections and it has those different um fragments that are attributed to it oh definitely it's definitely correlated it's funny that kind of it's kind of like an easy segue to our next topic because it makes me think about how like you know people being in those stress situations one thing that causes that, which is similar to it in a way, loosely, is the next topic, which is mixed signals. Right. You know, there's so many different things you can read from that. I, you know, there's been this quote that's been going around. I've seen it like probably 10 times this year on social media that says, if someone's sending you mixed signals, just do yourself a favor and take that as a no. <laughs> I really do live by that. Um, but I think there's an exception. I think you should take that as a no mostly if it's months down the line of you talking to or being with this person. And the reason why I say that is because these days, especially early on, unfortunately, these days, people believe in the whole let me be mysterious thing, you know, keep this mystique going, make someone more intrigued about me, you know, keep them guessing to avoid so that way I don't look thirsty, right? Everyone, right. I mean, most people look at it that way, like, let's be mysterious. But I think if it's months later, just go ahead and enjoy your summer, bro. Like, that's what I would tell that person, that guy, if someone's yeah. you know, sending mixed signals, because it's just like, you know, if someone is, I, to me, I think indecision is a decision. Like, I live by that, right. you know? So don't, you know, don't do me favors by going back and forth between me or someone else. Just move on and I'll deal with it. Because, you know, you don't want to be someone's second choice, especially, in, and sadly, there's people out there who will let you know that you're their second choice, too. Yeah, there are some people out there who will 
you know, keep you around for three, four or five years and you would never know, you would never have an idea that this person doesn't really, is not really into you, you know? So, I mean, back to what you said, you know, it's kind of, this is something that I had to also learn. Not everyone is going to be as strong minded, minded as you, you know, you're going to have some people who want the attention. You're going to have some people who want to be thirsty. You're going to have some people who don't want to be a screenshot. So they're going to literally stop texting that person and only FaceTime them or call them. You know, and that person's the body based on their body language, they're gonna know one hundred percent that that person doesn't care to even hold the conversation with them. Yeah. But because of how they feel about themselves, this, I mean, this all falls back on self love. You know, you need to ask yourself, hey, do I have, do I really love myself one hundred percent to not put myself in these kinds of situations? Right. Because you know, based on what you said, it's obvious that the self love is there one hundred percent. But you, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I would just tell that person, hey, enjoy your, enjoy the rest of your summer. But you have, you know, we have other people who would basically rather not say that, you know, they, they want to, they would feel like they're hurting an opportunity to, to, to actually get this person to like them, even though they know what that person is doing. Even yeah. though they went on Snapchat, they saw that person was surrounded by 50 different women, 50 different guys, wherever, wherever the person may be, whatever the relationship is, you know, you, you see it, you see everything there, social media, but mm-hmm. deep down inside, you want the connection, you know, it, it just could be something that falls back on your home life. Maybe you're not getting attention from your parents at home. Maybe you had a brother or sister who went to the army. Maybe maybe something in your life has, has made things very significant. Right. And and these are all things that basically fall back on that. But um, as far as mixed signals go, um, I did do a little bit of, of research. Um, mm-hmm. And it basically said, it, it, talk, it spoke about the psychology around mixed feelings. And it says here, the psychology of mixed feelings Entails that as individuals, sometimes knowing how to say um, how one truly feels um, brews us up. Um, it makes us get tied into blame, doubts, and insecurities while ultimately turn into mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Some avoid attachment and are mostly insecure while some are all for it. So basically, we have two different types of people here. We have, we have the people who, who love, you know, everything that a relationship is made of. Attachment, um, building up memories, giving each other feedback when it's needed, you know, all the right things. And you have people who just don't care about that. You have people who want to lead other people on. They want to basically have them around because this person has an amazing job and I work at Starbucks or whatever the, whatever the case may be. We see all the memes about, you know, around tax season, you know, you have the the bigger woman with the the skinny guy and he's there just to get the Mercedes. You know, we, we have all these things that are being passed on via society, via memes and everything like that. Um, but this is the bigger picture, you know, mixed signals. This is something that does what toxic, toxic positivity does. This is something that will make people want to take their life. This is, this is something that will make people want to basically disappear from off the face of the earth. This is something that can affect people emotionally. Um, and it's, it's something that we shouldn't really take lightly anymore. This is something that we need to put under the radar because we, we could ultimately save lives and basically save ourselves disappointment too. Yeah, exactly. Let these people know that what they're doing is is very inconsistent with what needs to be going on in today's society. Because we all need each other, especially with everything that's happening right now. We all need each other, one hundred percent, and we all need to be positive around each other, and we all need to have those those good attributes that can allow us to go places and learn from one another. Yeah, and it may sound cliche, but it really just comes down to communication is key. Like, just be right. blunt. That's another thing yeah. I live by. It doesn't matter what the the interests are, whether you know, you want to be casual with someone, whether you want something serious, say that. So that way I don't look stupid on my end expecting less or expecting more. 
and then, you know, have me confused. And I also think, I want to say this, this doesn't get talked about enough. I believe some people will send mixed signals on purpose. Well, I think for two reasons. One, because sometimes people will keep you around just because they enjoy the attention you give them and they don't want to get rid of that. So they'll keep you around for the attention. Right. And then the other thing is that they'll send big signals as like a backup to that, like for the mainly, well, really for the first reason, because like I said, they like the attention. But as a backup, in case you decide to make a move with them, they can be like, oh, well, no, I thought you knew I just wanted to be your friend or I thought you knew it was this when it, even though my action said it looked like it was that. You know, so it's something they had to fall back on, like, oh, well, I did send this. Yeah, I may have did this, this, which looked like, you know, which suggested one thing, but I also did this. You know, I think it's like a fallback option type of thing. Exactly. And you it's see that true. a lot. So, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. It's just, I mean, more of the story is just be straightforward. <laughs> like, exactly. that's the thing. That's something people struggle with, unfortunately. And and also, um, you know, this goes into the, the next topic. Um as far as mixed signals go, it's, it's something that kind of go hands in hand, hand in hand with ghosting. Yep. You know, some people will get the mixed signal. They won't get it 100%. You know, it goes back to what I said before about people who basically want the attention because they feel like, you know, even though this person is basically giving all the signs where they're not into me, they'd rather text 100 different other people besides me, I'm still going to continue trying to, to communicate with this person because maybe I can change them. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that ultimately leads, in most cases, to being ghosted or yeah. when someone just literally just drops the ball on you. You know, they leave you on red. You can send one million different threads. When It doesn't matter what you want to do. That person will never reply to you. They most likely have you on the block list yep. and you're most likely forgotten about. You know, so mm-hmm. for those individuals, you know, as far as the mixed signals go, I would say definitely try to be more what's the word, more conscious to it, you know, be more aware of it. Uh, Got to um, know the signals. And, yeah, you have to know the signals. Um, this is something that's that's a part of life now. This is something that all of us are basically around. We all have a smartphone. We all have an iPad. We all have some sort of device that, that puts us in connection with another individual. Options. So if we're, yeah, so if we're getting these signals, we need to understand what they mean and we need to understand how not to get hurt because ultimately it's not that person getting hurt it's you getting hurt even though you feel like it's a text message it's still hitting you because we have one thing and one thing only that we all live on we all thrive on and it's our emotion so that's something that we all ultimately try to protect around all these topics i'm just gonna i'm just gonna personally say that i feel like emotion is something that is allowing these topics to be alive right now you know we're all we're all here looking to protect something whether it's heartbreak, whatever the case may be, it's all it's all around our emotions. That's where it's based from. You know, so right. as far as someone being ghosted, it's basically everything that we said in mixed signals. The only thing is you need to figure out a way to not allow yourself to get ghosted. Right. And reading the um, signs early. I mean, that's just something yeah. at at least for me, I can't speak very by it, but at least for me, I uh have made a habit, I would say, at this point in my life to play it better safe than sorry. So if I sense that, you know, you're leading me on in any way, shape or form, I'll dismiss myself before I let you dismiss me just because I have to have my guard up because you don't want to be looking thirsty or foolish out here. 
And, you know, there was this girl I was talking to a while back. And, you know, the vibes were there. And then she just kind of, like, got weird. And I just felt like, you know, because I've also, I have a lot of female friends. And, I you know, they I've heard some of them admit to me straight up. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of bored. I'm just seeing where, where this girl is just talking a little bit. And then I'm probably just going to stop talking after this point. So, and I know some girls that will also say, you even see this on Twitter timelines, how, like, some of them just enjoy the chase. Like, that genuinely is in an entertaining thing for them so if i feel like i'm on the other end of that where someone's just sitting back laughing at me pursuing i'm out like they might think i died because i'm just gonna fall back that hard like yeah. i don't you know like i don't i'm not nobody's puppet out here <laughs> i mean the the one thing i'm gonna add to that is basically we all need to learn from one another you know the, my number one rule is never try to become a screenshot you know, right. someone can just hold two buttons on that phone and your life is over. They just upload it to Twitter or Instagram and everything right. that you're saying, it, it's it's just done. Yep. You know, everyone's going to know that that was you, you know. And like you said, you know, some, especially females, I, I mean, I'm not not trying to be that guy, but it's it, the facts are there. We Their experiences are there. I'm sure you've experienced them just like I have. You know, a female will leave with ghost you and then show all the text messages to her friends and say, hey, look at this guy. He doesn't get the message. You know, this yeah. is, you don't want to be that guy. I, I'll tell you that 100%. You never want to be that guy. Right. Because it's like you, you got to have dignity. Yeah, you do. And you also have, yeah, you have to have dignity and self-respect. You know, you, you don't, you wouldn't want people to see that, you know, you're you're pursuing someone who's literally not even worried about you. Right. You know, and, and laughing. Yeah. And then like, it's like a. It's like getting fired from a good job. You know, you get fired from an amazing job. You were a nurse, whatever you were, you got fired and you tried to apply somewhere else. What you did in that past job is literally going to follow you to the next one. That's that's what's going to that's what's going to warrant their decisions if they want to have you on board or not. So this is kind of like the same thing. You know, if you look thirsty in, in someone else's text thread and then the next person that, you, that you're looking at, because I, I learned I learned that the world is very small. You know, yeah, we're all split up on different continents, different states, wherever we are. But this world is very small. Yeah. Some, the next person that you meet would be some, could be someone, could be the best friend of the last person you just spoke to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how serious it is. So, you know, with that being said, as far as being ghosted and and following the mixed signals, this is something that we all need to be more aware of, and we all need to be more conscious of it. We all need to care about it. You need to, you need to care about where you're texting someone, especially now that these phones have so many features. Mm-hmm. totally agree because i mean i personally just go by the rule that like anything you send anything i send anybody could is most likely gonna end up in the screenshot my my thing is or in the group chat rather my thing is you don't want to end up in a group chat for the wrong reasons so yeah. you know you just got to be smart about how you do things you know just because you know, like i said my thing is it's self-respect dignity i don't want to be a laughing stock or nothing out here so that's why i said you know the more story for me is i'll, I'll dismiss myself first before you know i get led on again because you know with you not to, like, yeah you got to look at your own experiences and think about how you felt in those moments where you know you were played or whatever you know you're not trying to feel like that again so you got to correct your behavior somehow yeah you need you need but, to protect your emotions that's 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 number one that's that's literally what you're trying to do you're, you're trying to protect your emotions definitely want to you want to learn from that you want to learn what to say what not to say for the next person or the next friendship whatever because sometimes it's not just based on you know, a loving relationship. Sometimes this this is something that 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 leads to friendships. For everyone that's listening, you know, I'm pretty sure you're you're a millennial or younger or even older, whatever the case may be. And you know, this is something that that leads into networking because that's something that is basically 
the norm for, for us nowadays. You know, networking, everyone has some sort of network. We're all on LinkedIn, we're all, we're all talking, communicating with um, people who, who have that status, that business relationship. And we kind of want to, we, we want to thrive off of it. We want to get to know this person a little more. So maybe we could possibly make our life similar to how this person's life started off as, you know, minus all the mistakes that they possibly made due to the conversation. So if we're having those same conversations that we were having with someone who basically ghosted us with this new individual, that could have a, a huge impact on the rest of your life, you know, that you missed out on a networking opportunity. Um, so, I, I mean, some advice I would basically give is, you know, say, say enough in a text message. Don't, don't, don't throw everything out all at once. Don't try to scare someone off. You know, think of it as a conversation with person A and person B. You know, you're going to start with a small talk. You're going to build into the body. And then you're going to build a conclusion. And then you're going to probably talk, you know, a couple of days, exchange numbers. And then when you meet again, you will have a lot more to talk about because both of you became a lot more interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so so I feel like these are things that people need to hear. People need to understand. Um, it's not it's more than just sending a text to someone saying LOL and X, Y and Z, sending a picture of a meme, whatever it is. It's it's, it's more in depth because this, this is the way we communicate now. It's not like when. Like Eric, me and you were in like high school and we didn't have a phone, especially fifth grade. We, we used to always be kicked out of our class because right. we would be cracking jokes in class. But yeah. those days are gone. You know, kids now, they're glued to the phone. They're playing all types of games with each other, Fortnite, whatever the case may be. So everything is, is a lot different now. Definitely. And so that ties in for sure. You know, I mean, we know we already spoke on it. Yeah. Um, ghosting. But that's so. I promise one of our friends uh, wanted me to talk about ghosting as well, and you know he was like, "Oh, why? It's, you know, should say why it's a good thing." Now I'm gonna keep it all the way 100 as I always do. You know, if I had to look at it from two perspectives, the, I think the one and only benefit, like I personally don't ghost, I because I'm very straightforward with my intentions. But if there was one benefit, I would. It, it's good for anyone who it doesn't like to be accountable. Cause that's my main criticism of it. Like, you know, it, it makes it easy. So you don't have to deal with the awkward conversation of, yeah, you're on a different, not only in, in on the same, like on a different page, but you're in totally different book, you know? So if someone doesn't want to have to admit that, then yeah, ghosting might be your route. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to speak on, on experience. I have ghosted someone before. Okay. It's not a, it's not a good feeling when you come to your right mind. You know, when I go to someone I was in, a very dark state of mind you know it was, it was at a time where i just went through a breakup and i was doing whatever i wanted with everyone's emotions basically you know yeah. and i had someone basically pouring their heart out to me and i literally just swiped left on that text message and kept deleting it every time it came through and i eventually blocked the person yeah. you know so when i when i came to my right state of mind i re i regretted doing it because this could have been someone that you know i, I could have probably molded their relationship into another direction with i could have let that person know hey you know you're not the one for me but these are the options even if that person isn't ready for it at that very moment you know give them time because time heals all pain time heals anything that we're going through give that person some time you know and then when they message you back they're gonna say hey maybe we should just be friends maybe we should take this route instead of going right into it um so ghosting is definitely something that i, I wouldn't recommend and I, I personally feel like it's something that happens when you're at a different mindset. You know, if you're at a turning right. point in your life, I feel like that's something that could probably result in it. Or for like someone who feels like they can get anyone that they want in their life, you know, they probably go to the regular. But 
I mean, I'm just going to say, hey, listen, you know, we can always take precautions. If you know you're not really going to like someone, like this is this is my pet peeve here. This is what a lot of people do that I don't understand. If someone's messaging you or DMing you on Instagram, like, like no, this is this is this, this is this is something that I don't understand. So, like, if someone is already DMing you and messaging you via Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat, whatever it is, why? How is this person getting your number? You know, just keep it where it is. Keep it on Facebook. Keep it on that platform. Let that person work towards getting your phone number. I hate it. I hate when. I'm talking I'm talking to someone and then they're basically saying, Hey, I don't know why this person keeps communicating with me. And then I go in and ask them, How did you meet this person? Oh, on Facebook. And then I'm just like, All right, so the conversation didn't really go that far on Facebook. Why how did this person get your number? Right. You know, the person pauses and they're just like, they Oh, feel guilty. Um, yeah. But it's literally we literally have all the tools we need to protect ourselves. Your number is like to me, a number, a phone number is like giving out your social security. Because there are many apps out here where you could literally just type in someone's number. I have it on my phone. You literally type in someone's number, and it tells you everything about them. It tells you their phone carrier, where where their their zip code, their their first name, their last name, whatever it is. It's all linked to your phone number. You know, I mean, not to phone... piss you off. <laughs> nah, chill, chill. <laughs> your your phone is something that is always on you twenty four seven. You know, some like me personally, I feel like. Facebook is a distraction. I only keep Facebook on my iPad. So right. if, if I was in the position where I would be talking to someone or getting to know someone, they would only hear from me during certain times of the day when I'm home around my iPad. My phone, they don't they wouldn't have my phone number yet. So that's basically how you put that conversation in check. And that's mm-hmm. how you kind of keep it more interesting. Maybe that's just my way of doing it, but I feel like that's kind of the best way to do it. You know, you work your way towards providing someone with your phone number. As nah, opposed yeah, to you know, you barely know this person, but this person has 24 access over you, 24-7 access over you. Cause look, look at look at what you have to go through in order to change your phone number. And look at what you go through just to just block someone from your Facebook profile or your it's Snapchat profile. It, yeah. You have to I call like you. 10 different people who barely understand what you're saying before you get to the person who's going to say, all right, cool, let's change your phone number real quick. Yeah. Versus Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all the tools are there. Just block the person and go about your business. That's it. Right. So I feel like we all need to stop. Well, certain people need to stop setting themselves up for failure like that. Yeah. To go back on what you said, I think for sure, like a number is definitely something that should be earned. I think people need to stop feeling like, oh, this person's going to feel bad. Or, you know, if I give them this and you know, if I don't give them my number, like, no, just be straightforward. I mean, but that's going to be my, uh, my mentality through everything. Like I'm always just be straightforward, be straightforward, be straightforward. Like if I know I'm not like, I, I mean, it's, I, I preface this wrong. Like, I definitely have ghosted before, but anytime I've ghosted, it's been because I was like somewhat talking to them, but I knew from the jump the interest wasn't there and they're not really yeah. getting the hint. So it's like, all right, I really have no choice but to ghost <laughs> yeah. because I don't, you know, I don't want to be a dickhead that's like, yeah, here's my number. And then they're going to be like, wait, but give my number because then I'm going to be one of those people like it goes back to the other topic of mixed signals. And it'll be like, he gave me the number and X, Y, and Z, but now he's ghosting me. So, you know, I don't want to be that person. So I just be straightforward with that. But I will say the main way I feel about ghosting. See, I, I just wanted to get out there the, the positive. If you had to pick a positive for ghosting, but I hate it with a passion. I mean, for obvious reasons. So, all right. So I'm a I'm gonna make a confession right here. I've only a few people oh, know this. <laughs> only a few people know this, right? It's not that juicy, but I realized in my adult life after my 
all my experiences that I've had, I've realized, and this is without therapy, that I have abandonment issues. And I think that plays a role in ghosting. Like when you think about the other, on the other end of it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like doing it versus receiving it. So, I mean, I say that not to like whip out the violin or nothing like that, but you know, like, I mean, just on a literal level, like, so you, I'm sure you knew I grew up without a dad. So I've literally experienced abandonment in many different forms. Like my dad's never been there for me. Um, I've had some other family members behave questionably. Um, I have had friends that switched up on me in the distant history and recent history. I've had girls I was romantically interested in. They've switched up. So it's kind of like who else is left to to let me down at this point, right? So (laughs) with that being said, you know, that's why I look at it where, you know, it just, it hurts even more. So I say all that to say that it's resulted in like a little voice in my head whenever like I'm getting to know someone new that just says like, oh no, like, are they going to leave me too? And I, and, and I know when someone hears that someone has abandonment issues, they probably think like, you know, the person's clingy and obsessive and, you know, they're going to have to block them and all that. I'm not that way. I genuinely believe that that's not the way to solve that type of issue. I feel like I believe that, I mean, at least the way I deal with it is because like this goes back to what I was saying before about not wanting to look thirsty. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to walk out of my life, like I'm not going to chase them down, stalk them, none of that stuff. Like I'll let them walk out of my life. But I know that doing that, like it's going to break me down. It's going to break, like not to get mushy and all like that, but it will break my heart technically like in pieces, like smaller and smaller and smaller pieces just because I'm not going to chase them down. Like I'm not going to make someone stay in my life that doesn't want to be there, but it still hurts. And I don't think there's anything wrong in admitting that because it goes back to the emotion thing. Like, we all have emotions, and our behavior affects others' emotions, you know? Think, so at the, end, at the end of the day, we're all human. Right. I mean, so that, that's going what it, to that's ghosting. falls back on. Exactly. So, like, when it comes to ghosting, it's like, you know, when it's, if it's just the average, like, I think the only time it's okay to ghost someone, like, let's say, let's say I talk, I'm talking to a girl, I send a risky text. Like, you know, one of those, you got to, like, walk away from the phone because, like, you, you <laughs> yeah. worried about the response. <laughs> you know, in that case, I'm fully aware it's a risk. So if I get ghosted, I can't really blame no one but myself. Yeah. But I think that's the only scenario where it's technically okay to get ghosted because it's like you knew you were taking a chance and you bricked that shot. But other than that, if you know, if you're someone like me with the abandonment issue thing, it's like, how do you think that's gonna like you're already in your head thinking, oh no, is this person gonna leave me too, just like the rest of them? But now it's I'm I'm dealing with not only are they gonna leave me, but now I'm not even getting a reason as to why you're leaving. So that's gonna have significant damage, I feel like, you know. Right. So I think as a rule of thumb, ghosting just shouldn't happen. I think it's another escape to not be accountable in terms of how you want to deal with things. But, you know, not to go into rant. I just I just had to get that off my chest because I think people don't take that into account. You know, no, I mean, it, it definitely makes sense. It, it goes it, it literally goes back to what I said. You know, when, when I did ghost that individual, I wasn't where I needed to be emotionally. You know, I was I was in my head as well. You know, I was having my doubts as well. Mm-hmm. Even though this person could have been the best person for like for me, you know, but at the moment, the mindset, it just wasn't there. I wasn't there emotionally with that person. So it, everything you said is is literally on point. I, I wouldn't say it any differently, you know. This, but it's also based on experience. You know, if we're having that conversation with someone that that we're meeting, someone new, it doesn't have to be someone significant. It could be like a friend, whatever it is, whatever the relationship is. As long as we're having the right conversations and, you know, things are, are going smoothly and as possible, then we know whether or not this, this is a conversation that's going to take this to the next level or not, you know, right. because nowadays we're not even 
this whole pandemic, it made it a lot worse as far as I feel like body language is something that's going to, that's literally diminishing right now. You know, we're all on FaceTime, we're all texting each other. So it's kind of a different element. It's a little harder to kind of see where someone is because some people, they literally, you have, you have different types of textures. You have the textures who use every single punctuation icon they can find. And you have people who literally just say what they say. They don't put a question mark, exclamation point, period, anything. Right. You know, so it's easy to, to get in your feelings off of that. But at the same time, we, we all need to gauge it. You know, even though we have our trust issues, our, you know, past experiences that kind of made us a certain way, we all need to realize that, hey, this is a new person. This is a new experience. Let's give it a shot. You know, even if it's not, even if I'm not saying all the right things, as long as I feel like what you said makes sense. As long as you know there's a possibility you will get ghosted for what you're saying, do you send a risky text? Then hey, yeah, by all means, ghost me. But if I'm saying all the right things and I get ghosted, it's up to me to basically say, hey, you know, I got ghosted, but it's okay. You know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm learning. Hey, this experience is is not the experience that I expected. But moving forward, you know, I'm gonna have a lot more experiences, and those experiences might be might be what I expect based on what I'm saying. So right. it's, it's, it's it's something that can be bad and it's something that can be positive, but it's all based on your mindset and how you look at it. Right. And that's a uh, perfect segue to our last topic, marriage. So someone wanted me to bring up, do is marriage still necessary? And I think, yeah. right, that's such a, a loaded topic, but I feel as though you that, that one question can't be answered for everybody, whether or not it's necessary, it doesn't matter what generation or what. I feel like it depends on both sides' aspirations, you know? Yeah. Like, something we've heard about for years now, about how divorce rates are 50%, you know? I think the reason why, first of all, there's so many pressures for people to get married because they feel like, oh, at this age, I want to do, I want to get married, and, you know, I want this type of wedding, and, you know, want to harp on every single detail. And then they get to that age, and they're not married, and they're not only not married, but they're struggling in the dating world. They're going to be like, I'm a failure. Let's just hurry up and, you know, marry someone. Let's marry the safe person, you know. Like, there's all these pressures that unfortunately exist. But I feel as though, it's, to me, it's simple. Like, a lot of people struggle with this, but I think it's simple why the divorce rate is so high. I think, personally, a lot of people these days have the grass is always greener on the other side mentality. Like, when, when everyone, I'm around, like, older people, and I'm just talking with them, like, they have that love that they would they would fight for. I'm not saying they would sit there and, you know, experience abuse and mistreatment and just stay because like oh well I don't want to go find anyone else now but they just had love they wouldn't run at the slightest inconvenience like people do nowadays instead of wanting to water their own grass they just always think the grass is always going to the other side and I think that they're, they're just running so whether or not they should get married like I said that's up to what both parties want from someone if you want that stability especially I think nowadays it's even more reason to get married if I'm being quite honest just because you know people like i said they're so quick to run and they're running while in marriages so if you want that stability what do you think they're going to do if you're not even in a marriage <laughs> what do you think about that um i mean i definitely agree with it um but i also want to say like you know as far as marriage goes it's definitely personal preference but what i would say you know basically to recommend like a recommendation i mean me personally I've never been married, but when I do think of marriage, I try to make the most perfect sense of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like Eric, like, do you like you do you like Tesla? You do you like Tesla? Like, like the the idea of the car? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you would want to change about Tesla? 
Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. All right, awesome. It's an awesome vehicle. It does what it needs to do. It's the future. Boom. Right. So put it into perspective of a relationship. If a relationship is perfect, like you and this person have been together for six years, you know, you guys worked out every argument, every difference, and you're ready to take it to the next level to get married, is there anything that you would want to change once you get married? Just like that Tesla. No, I would. I mean, ideally, no. Because I think that 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 hurts a lot of relationships when people secretly believe, I'm going to change this about that person, you know? Exactly. So that's kind of, that's literally how I look at everything, like the Tesla. So if I'm with someone and I'm with someone for eight years, you know, eight years is a long time. If I went through every argument with you, you stuck around, you know, you argued with me, whatever the case may be, we had all of our, our differences, whatever we had. If moving forward, we were able to continue on be better as far as like knowledge wise, money wise, success wise. If we're literally knocking everything out of the ballpark, then hey, why do we need to change anything? I think the right. biggest issue is the simple fact that some people get married and they feel like they need to change things completely. They feel like they need to knock down the home and rebuild it from scratch. No, you don't yeah. need to do that. You know, if anything, yes, marriage is another level. You know, your taxes are a little different. There are certain things that change, but yeah. You are what made that marriage a marriage. You are what made that decision necessary. Or you are the person who basically looked into that relationship that you had with that person and said, hey, I want to I put this key in this lock and give it to the dog to swallow. You know, that's literally what it is. And I feel like that's the problem that, that people are basically um falling falling through um i mean i get it you know you probably have a kid the kid takes up all your time but at the end of the day that kid goes back into the crib and goes to sleep and then it's literally you and that person again so i kind of don't understand that part of it i feel like it's a matter of how much am i willing Mm -hmm. to you know continue doing what i was doing before to work to work for this you know that's why now i feel like the number one thing that makes sense that our generation is starting to do you know, a lot of people can have their opinion on it is basically moving in together. Um, oh, I'm with and girlfriend. Yeah. And getting to know each other. I feel like that's huge because, A, you're not tying a knot. Two, you're literally just paying bills. You're ma- I'm, I'm, Honestly, you're making it easier to pay those bills yeah. on the other person. And you're seeing things that you never would have seen before. You know, if you guys go to Applebee's or Q&P's, wherever you go, Yes, that's a date. Yes, that's personal time. But no, you're not seeing everything that that person would normally do while they're texting you. You know, so I yeah. feel like that's a it's a different element and it definitely opens that door. If you feel like that experience is something that was worth your time and is worth the shot of getting married, then by all means, take that shot and do it. But for the individuals who basically have known each other for like a month, get married and then you know, two years down the line, it fails. It, it's, I feel like everything is written right there in front of them, you know? So yeah. I feel like it's something that you kind of need to make a lot more sense with. Yes, it's something that's a lot more serious than just a relationship because a relationship, you have more opportunities to work out different things. If you go your separate ways, you go your separate ways. You just go on your, what, your iPhone and delete a couple photos, delete a couple pictures off of Instagram, Facebook, yeah, and all you need to do is basically get over the person. But if you're married, your lives are literally intertwined. So mm-hmm. it's 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 all about the mindset. It's all about that person asking themselves, if, "Is this something I really want to do?" Because 
it is literally one of those moments in your life where you, you have to ask yourself, is this really something I want to do? It's like buying a car like or buying a house. Is this something I really want to do? Is it something I can afford? Is it something that's going to change my life for the better or is it going to change my life for the negative? So I feel right. like these are all things that, that need to come up when you're making that, that decision to ultimately get married. Certainly. Being on the same page, that's the bottom line. You know? Right. Like, don't let any other... Get married for the right reasons. Don't let any outside force or any pressure, you know, be the reason you get married. Like, that's... <laughs> if you're going to have an important conversation in your life, is that's definitely one of the more important ones to decide. Also with you, mainly with yourself, but then also with them to see where their head's at. Like, I'm personally not asking that question because I reached a certain anniversary mark in our relationship. I'm asking because I'm not, I'm head over heels in love with that girl. And I know where her head's at and that she's ready for this to, so that way I'm not just going into this alone thinking, okay, well, I hope, I hope she's ready for this. You know, like I want to know, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to do this thing once. So it's not a game to me. Exactly. And I'm, I'm just going to say one thing. I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, people who are in a relationship, you know, they're thinking about marriage, but all your friends know your business. Like, if, you, if you've if gotten into an argument with your significant other, you know, something bad happened, and you're telling all your friends what's happening, your mom, your cousins, there's a slight chance that marriage might not go that far. You know, I'm, right. I'm literally just going to throw it out there. Because I am literally sick and tired of, of, of people who, you know, have those kinds of relationships. Those are so toxic. Because, right. you know... If you're having a disagreement with someone, like Eric, you know, we grew up the way we grew up. Hey, we did something wrong. We know what's waiting for us at home. Yep. You know, so, yeah. So it falls back on loyalty. You know, how loyal are you? If I tell you, if I tell you, I want you to work on something and you tell all your girlfriends that I asked you to work on something that's going to be significant for, for the two of us, you know, and then you don't want to do it because your best friend told you that. You know, that he should go to hell, he should kick rocks, he doesn't know what he's saying, and you bring it home to our relationship, then that's a, that's another argument. Because you Outside didn't forces. you didn't yeah, you didn't personally look into yourself and think about it. You look for someone else for answers, they gave you their point of view, and then, you know, as a result, you know, we're married now and then we're gonna get a divorce because we can't work out this this simple little thing. Right. You know, and it's funny that I just said that because that also relates to toxic positivity. You know, some of those friends are going to be the ones that are going to tell you what you want to hear just to get you out of their ear. And you're going to run back home and then you're going to end up being divorced or out of a relationship because you didn't spend the time to just keep it between you and that person and look down in, inside of yourself and figure out what you should really change and what you should bring to the table that's a little different. Right. And also, like, the bad, the risky part of letting outside forces influence your relationship and definitely your marriage is that people on the outside looking in, not for nothing, like I'm I'm not saying them being in a relationship with their successes with relationships is a direct thing you should look at, but they sometimes paint a false picture, a falsehood of what a relationship should be. So if you're the one in the marriage and whether they're married or single or whatever have you, whatever may have you, if they're painting, if they have this idea in their head of what a relationship should be, but don't really have relationship experience, you really need to ask yourself, do I need to make this an issue within my marriage? Because it seems like they're painting a, a fairy tale, which just isn't yeah. reality. And they could be so far removed from reality, they don't even realize it. And if, you're, if you begin to expect that, that's going to hurt you in your marriage. 
Yeah, it's true. A lot of people don't don't think about it for whatever reason. Um, because you know that person that that's giving you that advice could literally have. Because I mean, I'm just gonna break it down like this: if the person that you are when you're in a relationship with someone else is a person that none of your friends should know or have ever seen before, that's someone that only that person that you're in a relationship with is gonna know. Yeah. So with that being said, no one outside of a relationship can ever give you any sort of advice. No, no one can tell you if you should get married based on what they see. No one can tell you anything. Yeah. You no, know, it's literally up to you and that person. So I mean, that's I feel like that that's a broad that's a really broad topic. But these are things that are relevant to it. You know, you can you cannot look for an outside party unless it's unless it's unless it's culture based. You know, I I understand one hundred percent. I support the cultures one hundred percent. But unless if it's not your culture, that's literally making you get married or whatever the case may be if it's something that's ultimately up to you you need to do what's right for yourself and and anything that could possibly follow you in your future you know you can't ask your best friends for assistance with those kinds of things you know i would ask my best friend for assistance as far as if i should put rims on my car but as far as me marrying my girlfriend that's not something i would ask anyone else that's something that i would need to figure out so i feel like that's something that a lot of people need to basically um, understand 100% moving forward. Certainly. Because you, we, you know, the person, you're married, like, you get a unfiltered example of the, uh, a raw account of the whole entire story of y'all's relationship. There's certain things friends just won't know. So, therefore, you shouldn't ask someone less qualified. I mean, of course, you're going to get there, you know, you want to see what they got to say and all that. You want to take certain things into account. But exactly. as far as making that final decision, they're not getting the full account where your relationship is, no matter how much you tell them. So I feel like that's something you ultimately make the final decision on. You can hear what people got to say, but that's about it. Take it with a grain of salt. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say on marriage. What about you? Uh, I'm same boat. It's basically all I need to say on it. I feel like we, I feel like we covered <laughs> every segment of it. To be honest, right? Definitely. This is a great episode, man. Yeah, very awesome. Good, good points. Thank you, you too. Always nice talking with you. We'll be back next week. Thank you for those who listened in to episode three of What You're Thinking. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll join us next week. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Take care.